Welcome to the Notorious Scoundrels, a Star Wars Legion podcast bringing you the latest news, general perspective, and competitive discussion. Hello and welcome back to the Notorious Scoundrels podcast. I'm Kyle. I'm here with Jay and John. What's up, gentlemen? Hey, how's it going? Good, 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 good. I'm good. How are you, Kyle? You doing good? Yeah. I, um, can you guys hear that ukulele in the background? Nope. No. Okay, that's good. The directional mic is working. My, <laughs> my four-year-old son is still awake and badly playing a ukulele um, just above me. So. Oh, well, hey, maybe maybe when I come down for Nova, I'll bring my ukulele and I'll teach him how to play. There you go. Free of charge, Kyle. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I think you've, you've talked a lot about your musical abilities and we haven't heard anything. I think we need a taste. That's not the true. audience I, wants a taste at some point. Was it this? Was it Scoundrels or the Fifth Trooper? You, you, right? you've, no, you've played a ukulele on Scoundrels. <laughs> yeah, okay. at least That's briefly. Just me not yeah. listening to Scoundrels. So actually, uh, great for uh, for my birthday. So so I I play ukulele, guitar, drums. I I have all of those and piano. I have one of those as well. Uh, the one thing I've always wanted was a banjo. And so Rachel got me a banjo for my birthday. So I'm really stoked about that. And I'm, next I'm going to learn how to play the banjo. So I may just quit this whole fifth trooper thing and start a start a bluegrass band. There's a bluegrass band. There you go. Yeah. A one man bluegrass band. Yeah. <laughs> do you have a front porch that you can sit on in a rocking chair? With and like a, a sheaf yep. of wheat in your mouth. Oh, dude, I love <laughs> sitting in my rocking chair. It's like one of my favorite things to do. Nice beer and a cigar in my rocket chair in the backyard. Oh, man. Nothing better. Now I have a banjo. Yeah. That'll be great. Well, we have a lot to get to today. Uh, more than just banjos and ukuleles. Um, we're going to talk about Lone Star Open, which just happened this past weekend, and Mr. John Bushman attended. Uh, so we'll talk about that. We got another preview. And I think this is our missing Republic commander, which we'll get to. And uh, Jay has some news. So uh, before we do all that, let's do some housekeeping. housekeeping. Yeah, okay. So uh, housekeeping, as usual, um, you can support us in a number of different ways, one of them being Patreon. We uh, recently just gave out quarterly awards, which were some print and play cards uh, and uh, some other cool giveaways. And so if you love the blog and the podcast um, and you like some of the other stuff we do, like we're going to be we, we're going to be streaming events, stuff like that, uh, support us on Patreon, uh, you know, that 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 money goes to our staff. Um, you know, we have multiple Legion tools that, that you all use. Um, those are those, we, we pay those guys to help us with those tools. So, you know, you can sign up for Patreon for as little as a dollar a month. Like you don't have to do any of the tiers. If, if everybody who listened to us right now, you, I'm talking to you, if you're listening to us right now, and if you go give us a dollar a month, that would significantly change the type of content and the amount of content that we can we can put out. Um, and if you we've got some goals up there for like, uh, I think we're encroaching. We're like 60 percent on our next goal, which is a monthly uh, scoundrels session on Legion. So one or two or three of us will get on a on a webinar or something and and go over tactics like 
you guys can submit uh patreon members can submit their tactics and 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 we'll talk about them and explain it to you and kyle will show you how to do it uh whether it's me doing it here in the studio and kyle telling me what to do or we're on tts or something um but you know that's the next goal we've got a bunch of other goals you know we we we're going to do all kinds of great stuff. So if you want to get on Patreon and support us, that'd be great. You can also go to the store, fifthtrooper.com. We have a shop. We have tons of stuff, custom tokens and Legion product and mats and all kinds of great stuff. So you could check that out too. And, uh, you know, check out the blog. We've got a bunch of blog writers now that are doing great work. And so you guys can read those blogs and keep up on your unit analyses and analysis is, uh, and uh, that, and then uh, last and not least, subscribe, like, do all that great stuff and check out all our tools as well. Um, I think that's enough for housekeeping. We'll talk. I'll bring up other stuff next week. How's that? Sounds good. All right. Let's hit the news. News from the Week in Legion. Uh, Comic-Con was this past weekend, and AMG had a panel during the Star Wars time slot. At the con, they announced Clone Commander Cody. In addition, they showed Waxer and Boyle as Clone Trooper personnel upgrades. In other news, Tabletop TO has announced that as of October 31st of this year, they will be shutting down. TTO is the tournament software used by a majority of Legion events around the world. TTO has had a slew of issues lately, such as crashing multiple times at Adepticon and also timing of adding important updates to game systems. Finally, in Fox News, we have kept the other chickens alive and have not seen the fox as of late. Love it. Do you guys have any opinions on any of those news items? Uh, what steps have you taken to protect the chickens? It's all well, about the chickens. So the chickens were free range. We just let them about, you know, we have a fairly large backyard. We let them about the yard before. Um, and that's when the fox was taking them. I, when we first got them, I built them an extensive chicken run that they could go out in. That's all fenced in and caged up. So they just live in that now. And for those of you worried, it's plenty of space. It's like 20 foot by like five to 10 feet. So it, it's, it's, it's enough space for now seven chickens. Um, you know, and frankly, if I was a chicken, I would rather be in a slightly more enclosed space than eaten by a fox. Yes. So, My yeah. thoughts, exactly. If I had to choose, you know. <laughs> yeah, and I know a lot of people have asked um if if chicken uh chicken nugs died. Nugs is safe. Uh we we lost Tiffany Tenders and Beaker, spelled B-E-A-K-E-R. Uh may they rest in in pieces. Mostly then, digested pieces, probably. Yeah, chicken nugget pieces. Um, yeah. So, and then finally, you know, with the TTO news, um, I know that that's been taken the world by storm and that's pretty crazy. And I want everyone listening to know we're doing something. Uh, right. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, okay. Commander Cody was the last bit in there. Why or at we, least you... we will do something if you sign up for our Patreon. <laughs> if every one of you give us $1 a month, everyone listening on Patreon will do something about this whole TTO stuff. <laughs> <laughs> 
almost made it through that section without closing. Um, Go ahead. <laughs> all right, Commander Cody, let's talk about this. Is actually very exciting. I'm I'm an all factions player, but um, in my heart, my heart of hearts, uh, I really quite like my clones, um, at least visually on the table, less so than some other things. But yeah. Um, yeah, they said when they previewed Ahsoka and um, Rebel Ahsoka and uh, Ventress, they said that uh, there was also going to be a Republic commander in that same wave. I presume this is that. I, I, for those that were actually yeah. at this panel, I don't know if they actually said that or not, um, but uh, it is a Republic commander. And um, yeah, uh, I'm very excited by this. Cody actually looks pretty legit. Um, yeah, I mean it's it's uh, uh, oh a little side but, note of yeah. news on this. So this was actually uh, and I have confirmation on this uh, from Twitter. This was actually an idea that Luke Eddy had actually uh, given to them. So we're still not out of the Alex Davy Luke Eddy uh, era of Legion. Just in case anybody's wondering. <laughs> So. Yeah, and Luke did work for AMG for a while. So even yeah. if they say like it's an AMG unit, um, you know, <laughs> it could be both, <laughs> right? Yeah, yeah. Um, but who knows? I um, have my guesses which ones are theirs uh, <laughs> and which ones are Luke's. Um, we won't discuss that here. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> Join us on Patreon for our After Dark <laughs> podcast. A dollar a month gets you access to that. That's all you have to do. And you can listen to my real live takes on what I think about stuff. Join us. Patreon.com slash the fifth trooper. All right. Clone Commander Cody. I'm going to just read his unit card before we get too down the rabbit hole here. Um, If you want to hear Clone Commander's card, go to the Patreon. (laughs) Kyle's going to lose it. Okay, go ahead, Kyle. Sorry. I go, Kyle, we're going to do a real quick episode. He's like, yeah, yeah, we'll go through this fast. I go, yeah, no problem. Yeah. Um, (laughs) All right. Uh, He's he's approximately 105 points. Um, (laughs) He's got uh, observe two, free action, observe two, Uh, jump one. Uh, I don't see a jetpack on him, but it's from the front. Anyway, um, take cover one, direct vehicle target one um he's got the standard like uh his profile offensively and defensively is basically similar to rex he's got red dice on defense uh approximately five health two courage surge crit uh no surge on defense um he's got the advanced combat training and melee for two reds and then he has um this is the real this is the, in my opinion, the single best part about Clone Commander Cody's unit card. Agreed. Uh, he has a range. His head is in the way, but this looks like a one to four um, rifle that is red, red, black, white, uh, lethal one, and impact one. Yep. Um, and of course, he has surge crit. So, um, yep. This is a ridiculous fire support starter right here in Clone Commander Cody. Um, without even like, I mean, they didn't preview any of his command cards, um, without even knowing what his command cards do. Uh, I want to take him just for that fire sport potential with a range four surge crit, solid dice, lethal one platform, four Um, dice, pierce vehicle killer. Like, yeah, it is. This this is a great fire support starter. Um, 
And then he's got free action observe too. So that's like all upside, right? Yep. Um, he's got jump one, so he can get into some interesting positions for those fire supports. Um, the rest of this kit is kind of, well, target one is good too, because if you give him an order, then he's got an aim to kick off that fire support. Yeah. Um, it's interesting that all the other jetpacks, Mandos and the Arc jetpacks, they're all jump two, right? Yeah, and he's jump one. Yeah. So he doesn't have like a super obvious looking jetpack on his maybe it's model. boots. Yeah, or or like a smaller mm. jump pack or something. I don't know. Yeah. Anyway, um, the direct vehicle, I don't know. That feels like a weird part of his kit, as does the take cover, because he can just take the dodge action and it's yeah, pretty much as good for clone token sharing purposes. But um and direct vehicle, I don't, I, don't, I can't think of like I mean with a saber, I guess he'd be pretty good. But I can't think of what else you'd want to use that for, really. Um, maybe an ATRT. I don't know. <laughs> ATRTs are pretty bad. Um, yeah, I mean, if the swoop bikes wants bigger bases, maybe one of them. <laughs> they can't get orders. <laughs> Jay, can we be serious for like <laughs> I've met? <laughs> yeah, sorry. Um, you could you could give him allies like convenience, John, if you really wanted. Yeah. To. Yeah. yeah, pal. He's got yeah. a command slot. I, but I like, you know, slightly potentially anti synergistic keywords on here aside. Uh, I mean, the fact that he just, again, he's got a range four rifle with surge grip. Yeah. So. Super good. <laughs> yeah. Um, Be great to call me captain it also. Yeah. Why not? Yeah. Take him and Rex. Yeah. Um, yeah. When he plays nicely, like a comparison. I mean, I know, I know that like Cassian and uh, Iden do more, right? Because they they got the weapon, but but you know, it's a very nice comparison, I yeah. think, to those two units, which is good. I I think Republic needed something like this, you know. Well, between I mean, observe and target one, like he has the same action economy, if not more. Hmm. Jump is a big deal, and. Range four isn't range infinite, but it's still pretty far. I, I mean, think think about how good. I think probably the best like long range character attack pool in the game is Bosk, right? Mm. Which is, um, you know, yeah. one red, four white with surge crit. Um, now, granted, he has native pierce, but uh, you know, this is four dice, which are which are slightly better than that. Bosk pool overall clearly slightly less surge crit potential there because you have four dice instead of five but um you know you can't fire support Bosk. so and even if you just take this pool by itself if he's in this similar conversation as Bosk, like that's good company to be keeping so Mm -hmm. um and he gets an aim token for free when you give him an order unlike Bosk. so and um, observe two and observe two free action yeah so um i mean he looks pretty good to me uh even without seeing his command cards, I want to take him. Um, yeah. So definitely. Yeah. He looks like a really interesting unit. Like, yeah. It's going to be fun. I think it'd be fun to put him on the table. Agreed. Um, should we talk about these two personnel upgrades? Yeah. Uh, I can do. So we have Waxer. He is a clone troopers only core clone troopers only. Uh, you can add him as the, at his mini. He has scout one discipline, one leader, and uh, looks about 15 points. Okay. Yeah. Uh, I don't really, I don't really get this one. That seems like a lot for, 
I mean, if if he's restricted to coracolon troopers only, you're, you're talking about a one wound model. Um, yeah. I mean, I guess you could stack scout one with recon intel and get scout two. Uh, Again, this- I'd like to point out we think he's one wound, but they this could be a mistake as well, and he could be a two wound character. <laughs> Uh, just because you think that Din Djarin's uh, flame thrower is always useful, but no, it isn't. That's going to go away. Uh, so is your smoke grenades. Just it's so expended you know. is what you mean. Yeah. Still gonna, useful. It could be expendable. Yeah. No, Din Djarin's flame thrower is still plenty good. Even though your card expendable. doesn't say it. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So, it. so there could be, there could be a two health missing out of that corner. Even if that's the case, I don't know. Fifteen points seems steep. For so this you're you're effect. paying five points above a regular phase one uh, personnel to gain scout and disciplined. There's like I don't know. And it's three more than a captain, you know. And he doesn't, you know, the, the yeah. a captain gives you suppression mitigation and a training slot, both of which are great. Like, I, I guess the question is, is the scout want like if this is like a rex list right or or like a 501st list does that scout one lose value lose value right yes yeah because uh no because i mean rex doesn't encourage other people scouting because they have to just scout with him well you just scout with more units yeah yeah um but yeah uh i don't know Mm. i i i I struggle to see a situation where you'd want to take waxer um Make him 11 points. One more than a nothing and one less than a captain. Then Even maybe. at 11, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> That's the same price as a specialist who gives you free token. That is. Um, yeah, no. Yeah, I don't know. If this is was disciplined like. Disciplined one worth it? I mean, like, because you can get an order via fives. It's, I mean, it's basically strict orders. Like, right. Right. I don't know. I don't the captain gives you much better suppression mitigation for. Okay, I just think it. You know, you... I don't know. I mean, you get a lot of named clones now, right? Even though you they're... do have a lot of named clones. Clones. Uh, um, all right. So the next one, a boil. Uh, same thing. Core clone troopers only. This unit gains guardian one, scout one, leader, and it looks that's it. he's the leader, and then it looks like it's about fifteen points as well points guardian one i don't know this this is a a little bit more interesting just because the only guardian unit there's really there's only two guardian units that republic has right you got obi-wan chewy um and chewy and chewy is restricted to guardian commander so yeah um it's potentially interesting now again you got to put them on like uh a unit that has a bunch of one wound models in it. Um, <laughs> uh, yeah. I, okay. I guess it's you're right. That so this is this is why. Listen, all jokes aside, this is why I think maybe these are supposed to be two wound units. Was that guardian one was kind of making me think that because why else? It doesn't make any sense. It's a little bit of an odd. Yes. thing to put on like a random core unit yeah um yeah well i mean i think yeah i think this is listen 
they're they all seem fine uh i I guess the thing we can say is they're fine they don't really yeah. break they don't really break the game in any way i mean we know which seen if you're gonna if you're gonna do like one direction or the other that's yeah. the direction to air <laughs> yeah yeah uh we don't know <laughs> what his command cards are yet but but you know um i i and i guess on a positive note to stop like being uh comically negative uh is is that uh i like that they were on the um they were at comic-con they were on the star wars panels so that means you know i'm guessing they wanted to try to get more people involved in legion you know and i think that's great the more people we can get involved in legion the better yeah for sure yep yeah so tldr cody looks potentially great personnel upgrades uh maybe not so much but you know might collect us for a bit that's fine yeah yeah um all right yeah uh, so what is that lone star open lone star open it is so where this was in uh where was this dallas Dallas. north of dallas and allen yeah north of dallas dallas is in texas for our international listeners texas is in the south have you ever seen those maps of like I mean, don't get me wrong. There are lots of other countries have what are equivalent of states, and we have no yeah. idea what they are. Yeah. But it's funny to have see like international people be like trying to draw the states. Oh, yeah, Most yeah, of yeah. them do get Texas and California, but that's yeah, and Florida. Like, like that's the, about it, though. Yeah, they always say, "Oh, my husband or my wife or my sister-in-law or somebody tried to write down all the states," and it <laughs> it's pretty good. Yeah. yeah. So that's um, like uh, there was an old episode of of friends i think it was where it was they like tried they to name them name all. all the states yeah and they like yeah yeah and ross was like he's got a phd and he couldn't even name them all he, he was like losing his mind yeah and <laughs> putting the same one twice just to <laughs> yeah. peace of mind gets 50 yeah <laughs> so good yeah uh-huh. my daughter in kindergarten can do the 50 state song i don't think I yeah i i still know the song from I think it wasn't until like yeah. third or fifth grade or something for me. I don't think I ever knew the song. I have no idea what you guys are talking about. I could There's probably plant them on a map still, too. Hmm. There's like two or three Midwest states and maybe one or two Northeast states that I might swap up. But Well, I mean, with your chase sure with them. your chase after an invite for Worlds, you've been to most of the states, right? <laughs> All right. So, uh <laughs> Listen here, Jay. <laughs> For our audio listeners, John is staring at me through the camera like he wants to kill me. All right, one of the states in that song is Texas, a <laughs> state which hosted a tournament this past that weekend that John have attended. An invite. Yeah, did not have an invite. <laughs> uh, you know, uh, John was like, "Yeah." So he, <laughs> in advance of this tournament, um, John's like, "Hey, should I bring Yoda?" And in in our on our fifth grouper server and uh everyone said <laughs> everyone that. was like no <laughs> and john's like but it doesn't count for anything i wanted like, to play yoda okay i like yoda <laughs> well if you wanted to play him why'd you ask <laughs> i don't think i asked should i play yoda i, I asked so. about the list uh, with yoda okay. around it all right that's fair and then we all said take something else <laughs> yes i had a winning record all right i you, went four two you made top you made top eight yeah. right yeah i went three oh first okay. day that's my that's... my first loss was to the winning player there you go yeah 
which was uh, Matt Bronson, by it the was. way. Yep. Um, the also the same player that knocked me out at Adepticon. <laughs> um, oh, yeah. yeah. So, um, yeah, uh, we'll talk about his list, I'm sure, here in a minute. But um, why don't you tell us about your list, John, and your experience? My list it? had Yoda <laughs> with Chewbacca and Triple Bark, um, and had three clones. That each had uh, two phase ones with Z6s and a phase two with the suppressive gun, the mortar. Uh, it's great. It's fun. It's very weak against Pierce. Uh, there were not a lot of Pierce heavy lists until Bosk shows up just with, you know, five crits and Pierce. Um, that's fun. Um, which, uh, which, what list was Bosk in? That was in the first time I saw. I only saw him in one list as an opponent of mine, and it was in Matt Bronson's list. Oh, okay. All right. Which we're going to talk about. Right. No spoilers. Got it. Right. Um, there were, I think, two Bosks in the top eight. I mean, top you can take them in three different ways now, right? Yep. Separatists, Empire, and Shadow, Shadow Collective. Collective. So you should expect yeah. to see not only Bosk, but bounty hunters in general. So, right. And the biggest thing, honestly, the biggest thing, now Bosk did a lot in that game, honestly. He wiped two clone squads um, very early, which out of my three clone squads is a significant portion of my clone squad. <laughs> One clone squad, even when you have like five, yeah. is it hurts really bad. Yeah. And I I mean, so like I, I did make mistakes. I misjudged scale on Bosk. Why? Why are we doing this? <laughs> like what is... Did he need help Chewy, getting Chewy his shots? It. Did he need help getting his range four surge crit no, shots? I don't think so. So he was behind a height two building and he would one action, double clamber up and then take his shot. And next turn, he'd take his shot and go back down. So that was my life. Um, <laughs> and yeah, is that a firepower? My barks, yeah. barks can normally pull it in clutch against a mm -hmm. lot of lists they can't do anything against pikes not without fire support behind them even if i get a solid for a consistent four hits heavy cover will take two or at least light covers taking some and then they have dodges and maybe i get one through that they get a roll three dice for because the danger sense yeah pikes have a lot of defense attack yeah it's just there are things like high right. velocity that you can bypass it with but um right yeah it's if you're just like you know pikes are very similar in theory to uh a rebel dlt captains with situational awareness in that like if you're if you're just blinking them unless you're blinking them with a sniper rifle that has high velocity it's gonna just basically bounce yeah and also my biggest thing against in that game um was turn zero too um i chose red because of the table side, there was a very favorable terrain. And I, I did, I misjudged by like half an inch um, because the center, I, I vetoed us to intercept, which is more, you know, I wouldn't recommend it against pikes because you're, you're going to have a lot of shooting and they're going to win that shooting contest. But with how the table was set up, there was a big building on his side that 
he couldn't stand in and he had no cover within range one of the middle intercept. Or so I thought. <laughs> he had about half an inch on the other side of this big building that he could just go completely hide. And Oof. I was like, oh, well, that goes the huge advantage that I was bidding for and like levels it, if not tips it the other way. So did, did you um did you eyeball it or did you like measure from the center? I measured the middle, but then I didn't place a token in the middle and measure right. from the token. And the token has a width. The token has a width and yep. like the building is big and curved. We literally had to tip the building, put a range ruler under it to show that it was getting across. It's like, ah, brutal. Yeah, I didn't. I didn't go that far in turn zero. Yeah. So my bad. Um, yeah. So um, still a good run with Yoda. Yeah. Yeah, I'm okay with it. I might come up like five ELO points at the end of it all. Like, I don't think I go down with four wins and two losses. I had one win against a top 10 and one loss against a top 10. Um, and the loss against the top 10 is doesn't hurt your ELO a lot. Unless you're also one of those. Yes, yes. But um, admittedly, it hurts less than losing to someone not in the top 10. That is also true. <laughs> um, yeah. So what are your like... Well, let's talk about Matt's list real quick because uh, I think it's super interesting. Um, it's basically... We'll do the short version. Um, I only lost to Pike lists this weekend, by yeah. the way. And let's talk about countering Pikes in a minute because... Yeah. Um, I feel like this is going to be similar to our LVO post episode, which was countering droids. <laughs> We're going to talk about countering pikes. Um, pikes are good. Yeah. I think Black Sun, people are sleeping on Black Sun also for different reasons, but uh, this tournament featured heavily pikes. So we're going to talk about countering pikes. But anyway, um, so Matt's list was uh, two pike capos, one of which had improvised orders, um, Maul, Shadow Collective Maul with push burst of speed. Probably because he couldn't. I mean, there's arguments for multiple force powers here, but he was right at 799. So, uh, no five point force power there. Vigilance and seize on Maul. Bosk with just Hunter. Four pikes with the disruptor and the capo, and then two naked pikes. So, super lean. Um, he's got the four beefy pikes there with the disruptor and the capo. Um, he's got Maul and he's got Bosk. And then he's got the two capo commanders. So, 10 activations. 799. Um, yeah, is, you know, fitting Maul and Bosk into the same list with some beefy pikes. It's good stuff. Yeah. I, um, we've been saying this for a while and I'm going to say it again. I love where we're at in this game. Like, honestly, did we see that coming? No. Like, we yeah. knew, we knew pikes were good, but a lot of people did. You did. See that I list? didn't believe it. Did anyone. you see that list coming, though? Yeah. When really, <laughs> yeah. I mean, I look. Think, I think people were talking okay, about this kind of here, thing. Full yeah. disclosure: I, Matt is not the only person I do this with, but I talk with people about lists. <laughs> All right, I talk no, with you I guys like, about lists. Uh, I think I talk Matt with credited his list building to Endless. Actually, he said David yeah. built this list for him, and he kept pinging back and forth until 
it was where Matt wanted it, but well, he glad he's not David. part of our network anymore. No, just kidding. Uh, so yeah, that I, is the okay. first place I saw it. Also, oh, all right. So. Well, you know what? Fine. I'm going to talk to the audience. So audience, <laughs> did you see this? Listen? No, Jay, because we didn't because uh, no one did. And Kyle's a liar. And so what I was saying was I really like where we're at with this game is that like this is an, this is a great list that like, I mean, I don't know. I, I really think anything can win nowadays. Right. And it's just going to keep swinging because people are going to see this. And we've already started on the Fifth Trooper server. The little bit that I read today that I had time to read was, you know, OK, how do we counter these guys? Like, you know what I mean? And it's just going to keep swinging back and forth. And um, I'm I'm just excited. There's there's so much stuff you could take. And we haven't even really gotten to battle forces, uh, you know, and, and John, I know a couple made it to. Uh, LSO. Um, I don't know. I don't think they did great, but like uh, maybe because they weren't playing the right version. Uh, so, you know, it's interesting. I saw that there was a Luke echo base, right? With the turrets and everything. That's yeah. the that's not right. That it, Listen to me, everyone. Kyle's a smart guy. He really is. But I want you to know we're all equal on this podcast. And I'm telling you that the Luke echo base is not the good echo base. You need the Leia one. Trust me on this. Trust me on this. It is Wait. so good. What? Yeah. So he, that was Florf, by the way, that played the Luke hey. Echo base list. Um, he he lost to Matt. <laughs> um, that was his loss. He said two things about it. Um, uh-huh. The first was that it was one of the most boring lists that he's ever played. Yeah. Um, on both sides of the table. <laughs> yep. So, which is consistent with what we heard from uh, people that have played it. Yeah. Um, the second is that, like, in in both of his other games, not the not the game against Matt, but his other two, like, he pulled off the like force push into seven standbys, forty dice thing, and it was just like game over, basically. Um, okay. And- okay. That's nice and great, right? Okay. I I I understand. But you're pivoting around one move that it's not game over because you're it's one unit you're force pushing into the standbys, which I get. But you can then use against other units. No, I understand. Yeah. Yeah. But you can still use the standbys against other units without Luke. Like I'm telling you guys, the Leia rebel officer list is is good. Why? Why is Leia good? Why yeah. is Leia good? Yeah. I'm going to tell you why. I'm are waiting. You, are you ready? I'm going to tell I'm you. ready and waiting. Yeah. So I think the reason Leia does well in this are t- twofold. I think she's a great, uh, she removes the suppression and she's a token generator for, for the teams because she's not like Luke. She's not going to be getting up into the business of the army. She's sitting back with your, with your army. So she's generating tokens. She's pulling off suppression. Um, I think her two two of her command cards are really good with this list. That's no time for sorrows and coordinated bombardment. I think are both amazing in combination with this list. So what I do is I put offensive push on the vets. You can do something with like no time for sorrows. You move them up speed one, and then the next move you can you move them out tap tap that and then have an aim on them and, and delete a unit with a, with a set of vets. Vets are really really good. And yes, I agree with everything said. This list is super boring. You just sit back and you just go, yeah, I don't know. Come on. And and I get that. 
but it's good. It's really good. And Luke is. I'm not, not the arguing best. that. Huh? I'm not arguing that. It's yeah, good. it's good. Yeah. But Luke is not the best version of it. And I'm going to show you all at Nova. All right. You'll, you'll see. see. Um, before we discount them, them too much, one of the battle forces actually did make top eight, and that was uh, the Blizzard Force. Nice. Uh, it was a. Um, let me pull it up. Uh, there were actually four Empire players in the top eight. Um, whoop, whoop. Maybe I got that wrong. Yeah, no, no, I don't. Yeah. No, here it is. Yeah, the third place list. Uh, Alex Gregory. Um, it was Vader quad bikes. Yeah, which is what people were speculating when they saw Blizzard Force. They're like, ooh, Vader quad bikes. Yep. Yeah. So, yeah. Um, Dude, quad bikes is pretty, pretty good. Uh, man, triple bikes is good. Yeah. Yeah. So, four Empire in the top eight, and then one of each of the remaining quote-unquote factions so that would be the three standard factions plus the one shadow collective list nice really um good. yeah there were only five shadow collective lists for the whole tournament um mm-hmm. i actually have some stats here um i wonder if that was just because it's we just got them people are still probably trying to paint them i know i'm still painting mine <laughs> oh 100 i mean that's that's <laughs> gonna be my obstacle for nova i have yeah. a i have a shadow collective list for nova that i would like to play um and then I have a backup counter shadow collective list, <laughs> which is consisting of stuff I mostly have already painted that I will probably end up play- playing because I won't be able to paint 30 pikes in the next month. Um, <laughs> but anyway, uh, total faction breakdown. Um, there were five shadow collective, eight rebel, eight separatists, 14 Republic, and then 17 empire. Hmm. Um, so a surprising number of Republic players actually. Um, the overall win rates for the factions. Uh, <laughs> this is actually pretty easy. Um, all of the factions, I'll just rattle them off. Shadow Collective, 53%. Uh, Empire, 54%. Rebel, 50% on the dot. Separatists, 54%. Republic, 41%. <laughs> um, so pretty consistently, everybody like in the 53 to 54% range, uh, Republic 41%. So all of those extra over 50% percentage points coming from the <laughs> Republic winner. <laughs> um, yeah. yeah. I, again, that's just the, the numbers back up what I just said. This is a great time to play Legion. I think anything yeah. is anything is viable to bring. Like I, anything. And even, um, so I am... One of my list options for I'm, so I don't want to I don't mean to say that Republic is is bad. We've already talked enough about this topic, um, and I actually think Anakin Padme lists in particular get quite a bit of help from Pikes. Um, you know, Pikes love dodges. There's lots of dodges in that list, shareable dodges because of Exemplar. So ones that the Pikes can even use. They love surge tokens again. Exemplar surge tokens. Um, they bring you a courage to a unit at. Uh, a reasonable price point, you know, uh, you can get phase one clones with a Z6 for 75, or you can get courage to bikes for 80. Um, so it's kind of like a, you know, your fourth and fifth core units in an Anakin Padme list. And you can actually build some pretty beefy clone slash pike slash Anakin Padme lists, um, that I think are legitimately pretty good. Um, it's one of my options for Nova. So 
I don't want to introduce the win rate section there saying like Republic is bad. Um, I think that Republic is hard. Republic is hard. There you go. Um, and I think that the, the number of Republic lists uh, that are competitive is narrower and smaller yes. than um, the variety for that other factions have. So I will say those two things about it. It is hard and their internal balance as far as the number of things that are competitive is pretty small. Now, um, at this tournament, I do think I could have done as good as well as I did or better with my Canto Bite uh, Yoda Chewy Wookiees list. I think that would have been a better choice yeah, if, terrain, you, if you wanted to bring well, Yoda. Well, it's so terrain dependent. It is, yeah. But the terrain here was amazing. Um, we went over it for so long the night before. Um, every table. But... Um, Dan Caslassi and Dan Loop are both great at looking at finding like bad things about tables. Yep. Let me ask you this. This is a random question. I was just thinking about when you said that. Do you guys truly find it better to see the tables the night before? Or is it just the same as if you were to walk up on it? Because you're seeing the same things, right? Like even no. if you okay. If, well, it depends I, on how many tables loved, we're talking about. Right. I love to play melee, and I'm I'm too afraid to play to bring melee lists because it's so easy to just get like, crapped on. You're talking table. about after you've already decided on a list, Jay, right? Yeah. No, I'm oh. talking about you're already at you're yeah, already you're at already the locked. tournament. The tournament's tomorrow. You're locked in. You go look. the night before and look at the tables. Like uh, I see all these people go study the tables. I'm like. Dude, there's like 60 tables here. How do you even know you're going to be on this one? You're spending a so, lot of time to, look, yeah. <laughs> you know. I mean, so I will say that I'm one of those people that goes and looks at the tables I if know. they're available to be looked at. And I, I will tell you why. All right. Um, I do not go study each table extensively. That would be a waste of time because, like you said, you don't know which player, which tables you're going to be on. Sure. I do try and get a general sense because, especially if it's just a handful of people that are laying out the terrain, people tend to have whether they're aware of it or not, they have, tend to have like subconscious terrain layout tendencies. Mm -hmm. um, and you can get sort of a general sense overall of like the way that the terrain is laid out um, just by sort of walking. I mean, you, this only takes like five, 10 minutes, you know, just walk up and down the rows of tables and get a sense for what the layouts look like. And they're probably going to be pretty similar if it's just a handful of people that are putting the tables together. Someone um, did notice that at this one as we we're going uh -huh. and so lupu had out on a couple of tables he had grabbed someone else and say just throw this stuff on the table and then we'll fix yeah, it yeah um so to break up that pattern or try to right um which is a good thing i think clearly they put a lot of thought you know into layout and stuff which is great um i think not enough tournaments do that um okay. but if i get a general sense the night before then i you know even having already committed to what I brought, I can kind of visualize, you know, it's been um, the intervening time visualizing like a general approach to the tables. Uh, if they're, if they're like, you know, consistently one direction, like if it's a bunch of open tables, you know, that's going to inform kind of your general overall strategy for the following day, regardless of which table you end up on. Um, the second thing I will say is that if it's like post cut and there's only like four tables, or two tables or whatever um 
and you can see them beforehand, which often you can't because they will do the they'll change them, they'll change them up, um, or they'll do it the you know the morning before. But I will definitely like in a more detailed way study the tables. Um, and if you're talking about like you know a TTS tournament where you know the exact table you're playing on often in advance, then yeah, I I will go and I'll spend probably 10, 15 minutes just looking at one table. Yeah, I think um, TTS completely different because that one's easy right of course like yeah i get weeks sometimes ahead of right. time to look at my table i am going to study every aspect of the yeah but i meant like at a larger tournament like i i like looking at the tables just to see i think generally what you're gonna be heading into and go okay there's not a lot of line of sight blocking terrain or i'm you know in general i'm gonna struggle here and with this but I, like these people that are like <laughs> inspecting the oh, i gotta get down and look at every angle of this table it's just like all right man that could probably change by tomorrow too because the, the to you know might spot something or spot whatever weakness you just spotted and like put in put in an extra piece of terrain there but yeah it's interesting i don't know yeah i mean if you're around like i think it's worth your time to just get a general sense but yeah I wouldn't spend too much time looking at every single table because you're only going to play on three or four of them. So, yeah. Um, all right. Uh, I have one more thought for LSO. Um, right. You know what? It's not that important. And I actually want to see how Gen Con turns out <laughs> because Gen Con is, it was my, it was my spiders thought because there were not very many spider lists at this tournament and yeah. the ones that were there didn't do very well. Um, yeah. I have a general sense that there's two two things here. The first is that they're they've kind of just been voted off the island, um, and this is a tournament where there wasn't invites or anything on the line, so people wanted to play the, the new hotness. Um, the second thing is I think that these spider lists, both the spiders and the supporting components like the B ones, are extremely bad against both pikes and rebel DLTs uh, yeah. captains. Um, clearly, the captains have been around for a while but not very many people have been playing them. Um, so they're not going to be like, you know, a huge gatekeeper list for something like that, simply because they're just not that common. Um, but pikes are, you know, all factions can take pikes and shadow clock can take a lot of pikes and that's going to be a good list that you're gonna have to plan for in a tournament. And I think if you're bringing spiders with the ones, you're not going to do damage and your spiders are going to die hardcore at range four. Yeah, and it's a bad matchup. And I, for people that don't realize that, I think that you will quickly realize that once you do it. <laughs> so, um, I would not be surprised if spiders kind of naturally fall out of fashion um, because of pikes. We'll see. I could be wrong about this, um, but uh, I'll be interested to see if that happens because I think there are a lot of things that are currently just not seeing play because of fear of spiders, primarily vehicles, but also like droid lists that don't have spiders in them. Um, I would love to see if those things kind of make a resurgence if spiders kind of fade for a variety of reasons, whatever those reasons are. Um, we'll see how Gen Con goes because Gen Con is a tournament with invites on the line. So if everybody shows up with spiders to Gen Con because they want those invites and they end up doing well, then I will uh, eat some crow here. But um I don't know. Pikes are real good against spiders and B1s are absolutely useless against pikes. So uh, we'll see. Anyway. I, um, for one, is a double heavy person. 
in like this and yeah. have been thinking about how pikes probably aren't so great against double heavy certainly um, not against double aat yeah not <laughs> yeah but everything else like they still do have range for impact three yeah. dice access to aims and surges yeah but they you know i think like if you look at the if you look at any of the heavies really right they have a range four gun so if pikes are at range four the heavy's going to be at range four of the pikes and so you know um should we should we move on to countering pikes because that's my last yeah yeah, that's my last thing here this is Um, jay's attempt at countering pikes that we are hearing well and this is one of the ways right most heavies have I mean, AATs have high, have checked both boxes, which is that they yeah. have high yeah. velocity and they have a large reliable dice pool. Right. Um, yeah. So you have to either ignore the dodges or you have to overcome the dodges with lots of dice, which you can do with a things lot. like, you know, heavy uh, a- pools. Um, like an ATST. <laughs> yeah. You can do it with like fire support. Um, but You're looking yeah. at normally like, four maybe five hits before they even roll dice if you're shooting them into heavy cover um if you have things that ignore cover like speeders that can flank or weapons with blast or sharpshooter you know clearly that's um that's another way to like ignore their damage mitigation and make them roll those white saves right Um, it is not hard for them to start the round with three dodges if that's the start if we're talking so i should clarify Okay. Um, we're talking about Shadow Collective Pikes, who will probably okay. be run with multiple capos, right? Yeah. Um, I think the, the vigilance and independent and aid. Yes. Um, I think generally speaking, if people are running pikes like in a faction list, um, they're gonna just be running two pikes, maybe with a with a capo, maybe not. Um, but there's gonna be just overall much less dodge token saturation there. Um, and you're probably going to treat them just like you would like a rebel DLT captain unit, um, which is to say that you know it's going to be similar things that counter them. It's just going to be probably at least on the first shot a little easier to overcome that threshold and actually make them roll saves. Um, you know, clearly with pikes, like if you can hit them with multiple big pools, they don't have nimble like the rebel DLTs, right. so um, you know they can only spend those dodges once, um, but uh yeah and the capos can do an aim or dodge action to give them and then use aid yeah, yeah. To get well that's tokens. that's why i'm talking about saturation yeah. right like if you have two or three yeah. capos that's very different than if you have one yes um so yeah i mean high velocity is clearly the easiest go-to answer here um yeah. sources of that being the aat and then the civil war snipers it's Galactic Civil War snipers and then I and then Cassian. Um, Dell. And, and Dell, yeah. Um, yeah, I think there are some really interesting, both some rebel lists because you can actually run high velocity snipers with, you know, some combination of rebel DLT captains and your own pikes. Um, and maybe Cassian too, if you really want to get crazy. Um, but also like Iden, double sniper, Inferno. You know, you've got four high-velocity weapons there, um, all of which are very reliable on your tactical strike turn, and then two of which are very reliable the rest of the time. So, um, yeah, I think I think those could be interesting. You can run Iden, that combo with Iden, two snipers, and Inferno with a lot of different things because it's really not that expensive. Like, you can do it with Boba Fett. You can throw some of your own pikes in there if you want. Um, 
can throw some black zone in there if you want. Uh, you, know, you can do shores. You can do T21 storms. Um, you can do like, you know, Iden bikes. There's a lot of different ways to do it. So I think any of those combinations could be interesting. Yeah. And of course, double AAT got sort of an inherent free buff with the, um, the droid battle force, which is yeah. essentially the double AAT battle force. So <laughs> here you go, double AAT. Let's hear some free command cards is basically what that battle force is. Yeah. Oh, I get it. Yeah. I did play against two ver different versions of Pikes this weekend. Okay, go on. That were both very strong. So we keep referencing the Capos, the yeah. Capo personnel, uh -huh. which gives them Courage 2 and it gives them, is it Reliable 1? Yep. Okay, so they get access to the Surge and they get Courage 2. Yep. Um, but also very strong is the, is it a specialist? Who's the other dude? The, the personnel upgrade, just the generic. Yeah, the bike. other personnel. Yeah. But he, he gives it cash aim. Yep. Uh, does he give anything? I think it was just cash aim. Yeah, it's just an extra body and cash aim. But that was also extremely strong. Because um, he had aims everywhere. And he'd move up and shoot. And if, he, if I'd managed to get him suppressed that he couldn't roll off, then he'd, it's already at least in range four. And he'd sit there and shoot. And just lots of aims. Mm. What else, what else was he running? Like, what was the other part? So of that, that was list? a triple capo, with uh, all of unlike Matt, where he had two. Matt had two naked pikes. Yeah. This player did not have any naked pikes. I think they were all. If he had five, he had five pikes, all with the gun and the personnel, and then he had one black sun. Okay. Yeah, it sounds like an interesting mix. And he had Maul? He had Maul, yeah. Okay. The Black Sun, like, I pierced it away. Yeah. But... I think he got to saturate with Black Suns. Yeah. Um, I think I think people are sleeping on them a little bit in, like, a... I mean, uh, this could be a situation where, like, nobody just owns six Black Suns, but I think you could do, like, a six Black Sun list, and that would be also very scary. I mean, those dudes... Just to put this in perspective, the clearly this is an expensive unit, but the 94 point version with the shotgun and the um, the personnel upgrade, the Vigo, averages with nothing but its independent aim, averages seven hits at range two with Pierce. Seven. <laughs> <laughs> that's before you get into range one, right? Like, because well, that's that's what the that's one. what the shotgun. Um, if you're thinking of the grenade guy, which would be the cheaper 80 oh, point okay. version, then yeah, it's slightly less because the shotgun is too red. And of course the shotgun also has pierce. Um, so you pierce versus blast. Yeah. I think the, I think the grenade guy is probably overall better for the points, but you know, like that 94 point version or even the 76 point version was just the shotgun. Like you're, once you get in there, you're going to be legitimately one shotting things with those units. Um, clearly, range two is short, um, but they've but got red got saves and dollars. So, unlike fleets, yeah, yeah, they're super fleets basically, yeah. and fleets have always hit things very hard when they hit things. Um, yeah, so um, yeah, and of course you can give them more aims with things like independent aim from your Vigo commanders, and uh, 
also just like the aim action. <laughs> so, um, yeah, you could easily be pushing like average eight, nine, ten hits with a just throw concussion that, grenades uh, on them and on the scatter gun and make it pierce and blast. <laughs> yeah, it'd be ninety-seven, which 97. would be a lot. Uh, that'd be an expensive unit for six wounds, but <laughs> <laughs> it would be one that if you actually attacked something, um, it would die. Put two of those in two buses. Yeah, I've seen people theorizing on that, and maybe buses are, especially Black Sun buses, are something that comes back if yeah. spiders are disappearing. So yeah. we'll see. All right. Um, you guys got any final thoughts? A lot of good stuff. I don't know. I, th- I think it's really interesting to. It's funny. The releases are so quick now, right? Like we had nothing for a while. And now all of a sudden the releases are so quick that like us pontificating um, what's going to happen. It's just like, it's impossible now. Right. Cause by the time we actually think about anything that was just released with the shadow collective, like, you know, the echo, the Dinjarin and the, swoops and the you know everything else is going to start coming out and we've just processed you know what we just got right because there's really yeah. only so many tournaments before those other releases come out and then all of a <clears> sudden <throat> people are going to be playing those because those are the new hotness you know and it's just yep. it's a wild time uh right now to to be part of this game yeah part of the reason that i am wanting to play probably either empire or rebels for nova is um I really like, you know, the, everything that I saw in the, um, you know, the mini strav previews, which is primarily going to be operatives for empire and rebels. And I want to try and like, I mean, you guys know, I play something different every tournament. Um, now that we have an actual world on the schedule, um, Mm -hmm. (laughs) I need to start getting a little more consistent and actually getting reps with something similar. Um, so I'm trying to kind of advance prep for the intention of using din and or ig and or you know some some version of boba whether it's um young boba with old man boba's cards or you know whatever vice versa um, five year older boba. yeah yeah right <laughs> the old and the wise Those five years look like took a toll on them yeah um yeah anyway i i want to try and like advance prep for some kind of list that looks like that based on what I've seen. So, um, you know, at least for now, uh, yeah. I'm glad I have my empire stuff painted. I'll put it that way. Yeah. I'm it's, you know, I, I'm kind of, um, I doubt I'll be playing in worlds just because, uh, we'll be doing something else. Uh, but, um, spoiler alert. Uh, I, um, I just, I'm, I, you know, I've been playing that Luke's bean list and I'll probably stick with it. But like with all this new stuff, I'm just like really interested in just, I don't know, doing something crazy for Nova. Like I want it to be good. I want it to be a good list and I want to not crazy. Like ah, I'm just going to bring some random stuff and see what happens. But like, you know, pick one of these lists that we know are are pretty decent, like the echo base or you know, I don't know. I with this capo stuff and the spiders disappearing. Like I, you guys saw me in chat today. I'm like, uh, double ATST back. Like I was like, ah, yeah. coming back. I'm like maybe. 
you know, and then I was actually looking at a double occupier tank, double e-web list today. Again, that was one of the other lists I was playing with. So like, you know, I, I don't think pikes are going to like it when two, two tanks come rolling down into them and yeah. <laughs> start putting all those dice. It'd be nice it. to see all those vehicles again. Yeah. Sure. Yeah. But, I think, I think if spiders have found a natural predator and I want to see what happens at Gen Con before I conclude that. But if that, if that has happened, I think that that will be overall good for the variety that we see. Yeah. Yeah. And then I think you'll still see those games where somebody does bring spiders and they do, you know, they end up doing, doing well, but I, I, I argue spiders are good, but it's the combination of them with the guard that we're making them great. Um, you know, and now if you can just plank away stuff from range four, like pretty easily, like, <laughs> well, and, yeah. and, and not pikes, get shot back, I guess. Pikes you know. are essentially immune to B1s and they also on the, on the return fire, like the, the thing that B1s die very quickly to yeah. large dice pools that are reliable. And, you know, if a pike catches a B1 unit in the open, it's Got like, you're going to kill half the unit at least. <laughs> so. <laughs> Um, yeah, they're, we'll see what happens, but yeah, we will see what happens. We will. And clearly not in a lot of people are playing shadow collective, like the full blown shadow collective. Um, that's a pretty big, again, I think like it's, just haven't gotten around to expense barrier for entry, but yeah, maybe people are behind on painting like me. Yeah. So Gen cons in two weeks. Yep. All yeah. right. Sounds good. Yeah, I'm very excited to see how Gen Con goes. You guys are both going to be there, mm-hmm. um, right? I, I will be playing. Yeah. I will not. First attempt at World yeah. Invite. will be at the, the booth. first tournament <laughs> that I've been to with a World Invite on the line in two, three years? Adepticon had World's Invites on the line. Yeah. Okay. Adepticon. Yeah. Yeah. It's such, so dramatic. LVO. Hey. It's so LVO dramatic. Have oh. It did not. It does, the, tr- it the drama this guy brings to this. Yeah. <laughs> oh, I don't have my world to buy. I haven't been to one in three years. Where? Listen here. All right. <laughs> I mean, most people haven't because there haven't been any. <laughs> so, God, what a crybaby. Um, there's <laughs> like there's like six coming up. Just do, quit picking dumb lists. Pick a good list and and let's go. Yeah. Next time, at least play Anakin. Yeah. Whoa, whoa, whoa! I can't do Anakin. Why not? I just I can't. Because that means he would win. He's no. so good, though. No, it's, then he wouldn't have anything to complain about on the next he's episode. Half a force user. He's great. He is not half a force user. He is. He's he's awesome. If you graph his force userness and see it increase you, in a straight line, why on don't average, you go back to what you're user. good at. Why not? Why are you not playing OP Luke? I didn't. I'm about to play him twice. <laughs> so I didn't want to play him this time. <laughs> you need them reps, boy. Get I them I reps in. Them. No reps. Reps aren't going to help me. I just need to not be stupid. Don't reps help you do that? No. 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 I don't know. Maybe I'm crazy. I don't. I don't. Know. No, you I don't. are. The, the the reps thing is. I need, I need reps. Let's let's throw away everything <laughs> that's worked for everybody in a skill position ever. Do it. Reps, reps, 
We'll just throw those away. Reps are for the birds, John says. I won't say reps with the game Legion don't help, but reps with a specific list. I don't think I need more reps with Luke DLTs to know better how to play Luke DLTs. You've played a lot of Luke DLTs. Yes. Yeah, Yeah, but maybe you need reps. After five or six games with a list. No, I I know what you're going to say, because then you need it with every matchup. You don't need it with every matchup. Because like you could interpolate like I learn something new every time I face a different type of list. I I do learn stuff. I'm not saying I don't learn stuff from reps, but I don't need reps with Luke DLTs. Okay, pal. You know what? I'm I can't wait for the episode after these two next events, and let's just see where you're at. And I'll just I'm gonna cut this audio and I'm gonna replay it for you. (laughs) I hope to make you eat those words. Mr. Shalansky. I don't need reps with Luke TLTs. You're here to hear first, folks. Come see us at Gen Con and Nova for the results of this podcast. Uh, all right. Um, how about we end this before we get too far off the rails? Yes. Before I get fired from the fifth trooper. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Um, we are the Notorious Scoundrels. I'm Kyle. I'm Jay. And I'm John Bushfax Bushman. Stay fresh, cheese bags. <laughs>